you know, yeah, there's there's always more that can be done. Absolutely. To so. avoid being punched in the face by GoDaddy, right? <laughs> Absolutely. That's Nobody that's will. the goal. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to episode number 23 of the WP Candy podcast. Apologies to the chat room for getting a late start. We're trying to arrange uh, and and establish a connection between Brian and myself. He's actually mobile, and I think uh, searching around, um, not even, I'm not actually sure what city he's in right now, but uh, hunting high and low for the um, perfect Wi-Fi connection to establish a solid one for the rest of the show so no matter uh he was never necessary anyway right so um this episode uh kind of difficult to talk about anything except for wordpress 2.3 which was uh 2.3 how about 3.2 wow dyslexic a bit that was released yesterday called gershwin uh, we have a number of posts that went up to uh yesterday about it uh it was fairly quiet as far as blog posts and people on twitter talking about upgrading i think uh there were Quite a few still sort of enjoying the July 4th, at least in the U.S., and so I've seen a lot more uh, pop up today and different, um, you know, people excited. Some people, you know, change always kind of brings out uh, some opposing thoughts here and there, but uh, by and large, you know, really positive stuff. I've only seen a couple mentions, uh, I think, of, you know, plugins not quite working well here or there. For the most part, it seems like a really smooth upgrade without any problems. So that's nice. That's that's pretty cool. This um, uh, release, of course, named after is George Gershwin. I should fact-check myself on that, make sure. But I was looking at it earlier today, and I believe that's correct. Yeah, George Gershwin, American p- composer and pianist, and... Uh, what's nice is this version release also came with a sort of a feature video. I think last version we didn't get to see one because the person who creates those videos was out sick uh, or, or couldn't be reached to, to create one. So we did get sort of the full jazz video treatment this time around. So that was nice. And I guess let's just maybe run through uh, for those that maybe haven't caught up or haven't seen the blog post about them. Maybe we'll just run through the feature release um, or the the 3.2 release features and enhancements. Enhancements was really the name of the game with this particular release, uh, or really the theme was faster and lighter. So the goal was to remove uh, and improve uh, what was there to make things faster, lighter, and uh, just to kind of speed things up across the board. And I think just in the past... Uh, and I've been dabbling with it for a while, but really just in the past 36 hours or so of um, fooling around with the final release version and using it on more production sites that I run or more uh, live sites, uh, speed is definitely something that has improved, which is pretty pretty cool. Let me pull up our list. We actually have, and I'll put this in the show notes, we have a couple of posts up talking about the very diff- various different features, but... Uh, one reason that the speed improvements were really possible this time around 
is that the requirements changed for WordPress. In the past, PHP 4 was the requirement. I'm actually not sure what dot number. Maybe the, uh, uh, looks like a chat room saying trouble with the audio. Should be strong. Let me know, guys, if it's still a problem. Uh, but the speed improvements were possible because now the requirements are PHP 5.2.4 and MySQL 5. So this isn't really uh, a surprising change, particularly because, um, well, for instance, PHP 5, I mean, that alone has been around for, what, I think seven years almost? PHP 5.2.4 since 07, I think. So these putting these sorts of requirements on hosts in order to run WordPress is really not that crazy. In fact, it's something that quite a few people were really looking forward uh, to seeing that change happen. And in this case, having these updates in place means that a lot of uh, legacy code for PHP 4 and, and the older version of MySQL can now be dropped and improved. And there can also be some enhancements done uh, using the new requirements or using the new, uh, new versions. Now, in this case, uh, in 3.2, we actually don't see anything that require any functionality within WordPress that will require or rely only on PHP 5. This version was just about sort of dropping the old. It wasn't so much about bringing in the new, but it's exciting to, to, to sort of have that under the belt so we can see what the team will put together for the future with that. So speed was a huge one. Another uh, a big change that I think people probably noticed first of all, especially if they hadn't been following or keeping up with 3.2's development was the user interface uh, saw sort of a revamp. I wouldn't call it a redesign. Uh, it's more of a design update because by and large what is in place on the dashboard is still there and is still mostly the same. Uh, just certain things were touched up and certain things were tightened and improved and really a lot of subtle tweaks were done throughout the redesign that um, really make for a more mature dashboard experience. It's nothing anywhere near like the, the redesign that happened between, I think, 2.6 and 2.7, or really the... There, actually, there were two. If, if you were using WordPress back that long ago, WordPress 2.5 was one big redesign, and then 2.7 brought another big redesign, and, and each had sort of their... Uh, um, sort of their lead-up time or the planning, and different teams worked on that and two very different dashboards came out of it. In this case, we just have a, a maturation of what came in 2.7, and it's actually really nice. I'm I'm a fan of it. Uh, the WordPress UI team did a really cool um, job on advancing the user interface for WordPress. And hey, like like everybody knows, I'm a big fan of sticking to the WordPress UI, and this just makes it uh, that much nicer to do so because everything looks really awesome. The other Probably after comments about speed and after comments about the dashboard UI sort of touch-up, I also saw a lot of comments in the past day or so and a lot of, probably fair to classify it as a jubilee, over the addition of distraction-free writing to the dashboard. Now, this replaces, this is within the, the, the visual editor, it replaces the old full-screen view, which previously would just sort of max everything and... Uh, it, it worked, but it didn't achieve anything worthy of the title distraction-free. In this case, uh, following in the, in, the, in the vein of things like Ohmwriter, and I think uh, I actually don't use many of these, but there are a couple other ones like desktop applications that sort of give you sort of the, the zen 
distraction-free writing experience. The new system, of course, pretty much does that, but within the visual editor. So now if you click the full screen view, you actually, literally everything goes away. It's really, this is one of those things as somebody trying to blog about WordPress, it's actually difficult to capture. I think we had to record a video to really show how it works because taking a picture of it in use is really taking a picture of a white screen with text on it because that's literally all that it is when it's working, uh, which is awesome, but it's just one of those things that's a little bit tough to uh, really capture in a screenshot. So distraction-free writing is a big plus. I'm actually, I think uh, I've, I've yet to do this. I've, yeah, I've, I've, since I've updated uh, earlier today uh, WP Candy site, I haven't written any posts within the, the site using the new system, so I have to do that, and I, and I just, just realized that. Like, I've used it myself and on my own uh, personal site, but not on sort of the official WP Candy blog, so that needs to change. I'll probably do that uh, tonight. There's also a new default theme. 2010 was last year's, or I shouldn't say last year's, last versions, um, or, well, it would have been two versions ago. It would have been 3.0. So last year, uh, it replaced the previous default theme called Kubrick, which had been around for quite a while. Uh, I want to say, I actually don't know what version Kubrick was introduced, but I, I also can't remember a version of WordPress that didn't include Kubrick as a default theme. So it's been a long time. And 2010 was introduced as kind of to serve two purposes, one to be the new default theme and another to sort of institute a new tradition for WordPress where each year a new default theme is designed and, and produced and then released with WordPress to sort of get out of the rut of having the old, you know, blue corner default theme running all over the Internet. So 2011 is this year's entry, and it's actually very I – th I think it's pretty reminiscent of 2010. It just does – it just kind of goes a slightly different direction. Uh, the the header, the photo that's used up there, the area is much, much larger than in 2010, and there are some stylistic changes throughout. It has that nice sort of minimal, minimal black, white, light gray look that 2010, I think, really popularized when it came out last year. Uh, but it is different enough that it will stand out if you've been using 2010. Like, I actually need to make this switch for me because, um, which actually I'm getting a ping here. It looks like Brian. Let's see if we can get him back on. Hello. Hey. How's it going? It's going just fine. Just running through some uh, 3.2 features. How 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 is your connection? Uh, I've got four point something megabits per second download, so that's significantly better than I had before. Absolutely. That's in about 40 times better. <laughs> Very nice, very nice. So I'm on, I'm across the street in a different hotel in their kitchen. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, in the, uh, you know, like the 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 what's that place they call it? Like the, a, like a dining room, like a or, yeah, like a little breakfast area. Oh, like the bre breakfast nook. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the breakfast nook. Very nice. Um, what I do for WP Candy? Yeah, no, it's a, it's appreciated absolutely. So I've I've just been uh, well. First of all, let's, let me back up. How are you? We actually, it's been, I think, a couple of weeks. Uh, we, we, we lost our streak with doing weekly shows, which uh, is just a travesty. But what have you been up to in the last? I think you've been, some pretty big stuff's been happening for you, right? Um, yeah, I guess so. I bought a house. and I, I'd say that's pretty big. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah, we've been, been working on that. So that's kind of taken me 
uh, away from some other duties and things that I'd like to do, but it's been a lot of fun. So working on the new house and uh, have a, a couple of client sites that I'm working on. So everything's going pretty good, but also very busy at the same time. Yeah, I, w- I would imagine so that uh, a house would take up quite a bit of time. I'm yeah, a, uh, it was it was built in 1925, so wow. it's kind of an old one and needs a lot of updating. So how much of that? So I guess that's is that going to be like your next year is going to be working on this new place, or is it just going to be sort of off and on while you guys are there? Off and on. I mean, it's very livable now. We had some immediate work that we had to do to move in, but now I'm in uh, pretty good shape to where we can uh, work as we see fit. But nevertheless, that's uh, we can leave that on the DIY uh, Homes podcast. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, you said you've been working with some clients. Uh, I, I've kind of, I've actually run through, I think, all of the, I was just sort of doing the laundry list style of changes to the new version of WordPress. Have you had a chance to play around with it a lot in the past, uh, what, 30 hours or so since it's been out? Um, I updated my personal network today, but uh, I actually have been running 3.2 in the beta and RC stage in my local install for, I guess, a couple of months, ever since beta 1 came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, So so you're fairly familiar with it then? Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with the basics of it. That's not a network install, so I don't know. I know there's some people that are talking about how I guess the custom the tab got taken out for the network admin, but uh, well, there was there was a link to network admin on that was sort of standing free on the top right uh, that now has been switched to underneath the dropdown. That was the the change. It's still in the same place. It's just underneath the dropdown now. Yeah, but I've been able to get familiar with it. I've been enjoying it. It's it's very fresh uh, and it's noticeably faster, even on the local install versus my old local install, I could tell yeah. uh, a difference in how fast it was. And overall, I like it. I mean, what about you? Yeah, I'm a fan. Uh, I think uh, it was actually, I'm, I'm I was disappointed going through this list that I realized that I haven't actually used distraction-free writing to write something on WP Candy yet, which is just awful. So I look forward to doing that. But uh, also, yeah. and, and you'll under, you'll know what I'm talking about here, that uh, the distraction-free writing is actually a really difficult feature to describe and show off using like screenshots because it's just white text or you know black text on a white background. You know it looks like right. nothing if you screenshot it and put it up. You know it takes some some sort of finagling to make it uh, really clear. I think I mean honestly, I think I was most looking forward to the tightening up of the design myself. Uh, probably sort of would be tied between that and distraction-free writing. Just because I do, a, I do a lot of writing within WordPress, and um, there have you been do? times, <laughs> every you know, every now and then, a few times a day, and I've been I've been tempted in the past to at least consider alternative publishing sort of workflows, writing somewhere else, or using a different application and then bringing it into WordPress later. And uh, what I like about this is it will basically, you know remove my desire to look into other sort of workflows. I, I like that it can all happen within the browser now. Yeah. You know, actually, uh, I haven't used the distraction-free writing much. I haven't done a whole lot of writing. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, I mean, it's not too dissimilar from just opening up a text editor and going that route, uh, except for, you know, it's live and you don't have to copy and paste everything. But it, it pretty much reminds me of when I'm writing 
just in Notepad++ or something. And particularly, and this is what I haven't dabbled around with yet, but, you know, just kind of tweaking even that distraction-free layout to uh, make it look even more like uh, what it, what posts do when they actually go up on the site. And this is, this is like I said, I haven't really dug into it uh, yet, but I've already, um, I, don't, I don't know if you, you probably noticed this on the site, but I don't know if you've ever done this yourself. You can apply specific CSS styles to the visual editor within WordPress, so you can make the text and the styles that you're working with in the visual editor ex pretty much exactly what you're going to see on the front end of the site. And yeah, I, I actually haven't thought about applying that to the distraction-free editor, though. That makes a lot of sense. I would, that's, that'd be very nice. Yeah, I, 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 I'm actually, and this is just the, the, you know, one of those stupid things that I'll probably just tr play around with just to see if I can do it, but uh, I was thinking, I think yesterday, that it'd be kind of neat if... if when entering distraction-free, like not only obviously it would look just like the rest of the site, but if sort of right above it and to the right, if it was almost sort of a faded out view of like w what the site around the post looks like. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it almost looks like you're adding it directly to the site itself. It's just distraction-free with a small distraction. Distraction-free plus distraction, kind of like the, the Neancat plug-in that you yeah. plugged a few episodes back. Uh, yeah. Maybe not quite as distracting as that. I like the idea of... Uh of applying your site styles to the admin mostly because of and like when I'm writing the title uh, or if there's right. certain lists or tables where it may format slightly differently uh, what's it called the what's it called where one word drops down uh, the, the typography plugin will, the, will take care of for you is it called an orphan like where it drops off to the next yeah, yeah I think it is an orphan I, uh, so. I really like being able to see how that looks on the post. Well, that's probably the main thing that I preview a post for. Like if I'm writing a post for WP Candy, mm -hmm. most of our post titles, as people know, are two or three or four lines long. We make them fairly descriptive so people know what they're going to read. And it's nice to see kind of how that post title flows. So it'd be cool to edit discussion-free writing. The first change this. that I do will be, will be changing the... Um or, or I guess making sure that the width uh, and that the sizing and everything matches exactly what the front end of the site will. And that, if right. it doesn't, it's just it'll just be my own, um, you know, mistakes in the visual editor CSS because I believe that's still applied when distraction-free right. writing is, is kicked in. But so this is kind of cool. Uh, Mark in the uh, chat just um, notified. Wow. <laughs> um, it looks like in when was this published? So in just in the last couple of minutes, uh, and this will be a, a fun test, particularly when we're streaming, this will be interesting. It looks like, uh, uh, I don't know if you're, are you watching the chat? Did you see it? I'm, I'm watching the chat. Uh, oh, okay. Yes, uh, Mark mentioned WordPress. that uh, TechCrunch apparently just posted about WordPress 3.2 and some of the stuff and gives a couple solid links to WP Candy in there, which is neat. Well, that's nice. Yeah, that's some, some nice validation, like two, uh, looks like two or three different uh, links to the site. So that's nice. That's, that's neat. I think that's the first time TechCrunch has linked to us, so that's cool. Um, Actually, both of them, three of them. Yeah. Two of them, the, I think the two text the same, is but... WordPress 3.2, so that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, if you care about searches and stuff oh, like that. Four of them, even the Microsoft dropping. Five yeah, that's, that's the one that I noticed. Hmm. This person really like. There's five so, links in so, one post. So Rip, uh, Rip Empson. Rip Empson. Which I Props. don't. Yeah. Kudos to him. Um, 
so anyway, back to, to 3.2. I just, you know, saw that in the chat. And Mar Mark distracted me from our distraction-free uh, writing yeah. conversation. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but the benefit of distraction-free writing, in my opinion, is like you said, the width needs to be the proper width of the whatever your main content area is and then be able to set your your titles to the same font size so you can kind of see that kind of how things wrap around. Exactly, exactly. So I'm... I might even see, you know, how, uh, you know, on the front end of the site, you know, we have the little category, um, you know, icon and the tags that show up on the top left and sort of the byline underneath. I might even see if some of that can be pulled in uh, just because it, you know, sort of the distraction-free look already fits in with our site so well. You know, I was uh, going to ask you, one of the yeah. things that I noticed when I updated my network today was the admin bar was pinned to the top of my screen. Is that something that came in a later beta, or has that always been the case and I'm crazy? Say that again. So it is at the top of your screen, but it wasn't before? I don't remember the admin bar always being at the top of my screen. So as I scroll, it's at an absolute position. Really? That's how it works now? That's how it works on my on my main site, yeah. Oh, let me and it's how it works it on WP Candy. I'm actually not. But I don't recall that, that from 3.1. Do you? Yeah, let me check. Just a second. If I can get signed. We're so knowledgeable about this new release that we're talking all about. <laughs> well, I mean, some of the, uh, you know, the vast majority of the, the sort of the visual and some of the functional stuff is actually pretty subtle, so you have to see. No, I think I think you're right. Um, that That is a, a tweak or an enhancement to the um, admin bar that is uh, – I actually really like that. Do because, you? I, well, for me at least, when I would – uh, and I, I, this is one of those sort of subtle tweaks that I hadn't noticed at all, um, which I probably should add to our post about all of the changes that everything we know about uh, 3.2. Uh, because now that I think about it, when I would use the admin bar in the past, I would sort of get into the habit, and it was just sort of it almost become muscle memory that, oh, I need something, so shoot up to the top of the page real quick because I know that the mm -hmm. admin bar is up there. So I actually really like that. Uh, yeah. Were you saying that it... Uh, did it bother you, or did it just kind of jumped out as something that was different? I think it just jumped out as something that's different. And anytime somebody pins something like that, I mean, I use Chrome for its simplicity, and I like that it doesn't have a lot of extra bookmarks and toolbars and things like that. So mm -hmm. I kind of like being able to scroll up and see that, but I do think I'll be able to get used to it. Yeah, uh, because well, those are links be... that I use constantly. So right. I, I think I probably noticed it the same way you just said. I, I was probably trying to scroll up to the top and realized it was already there. And realized that you didn't have to scroll. Well, and even if I mean, I, I'm I tend to be one of those people that you know when there are updates or changes, and I think you are too. That, you know, when stuff doesn't seem quite like it should, or when something is different and it seems like it doesn't quite work, I usually give it a lot of time before going in and tweaking it right away and saying that I don't like it and making a plug-in to fix it or whatever, um, I usually will give it, you know, I don't know, at least a few weeks' time to make sure that it really bothers me before going in and changing it like that. Because usually this stuff, I mean, it's been played with by a lot of people and tested and really uh, a lot of thought has gone into it. So usually if the decision has been made to, hey, we're going to um, make this change that it's always at the top of the screen no matter where you are, there's probably a good reason for that. And uh, but if it wasn't, it would also be a really easy uh, thing to make a plugin for to disable right. that. Yeah, that's happening. true. And I'm I tend to be a tolerant person as well. Uh, 
Yeah, another... I, I mean, you're you're. I think you you usually embrace most of the changes that come through too. I don't see you griping about about too much stuff. Yeah, one of the one of the other similar items that's kind of just a tweak that was part of the UI refresh that I don't know if you were part of this portion or not, but when the site title moved from the very top left to inside the menu area and it shrunk a lot, some people fussed about it because they were like, well, I can't find my site title. And I felt the Mm -hmm. same way because I would, you know, jump my cursor up to the top left and it wasn't, it wasn't there. I had to, I had to, you know, come back down a little bit to click on the site title. And then I thought after a week or so of doing that, you know, I thought to myself that it's probably, uh, it's probably something that's a pretty rare case. And most people, they only have the one site. They're not trying to click between networks all the time and things like that. So it's, uh, you know, it got much better for me as time went along. Yeah, I think the, I, I don't remember, and like you said, I mean, whatever, um, help I was in the UI process was extremely extremely small compared to everybody else. I think most of, most of the the comps, as far as I know, of of the the final design came from Matt Thomas, and then were implemented by uh, Daryl Coopersmith and I'm forgetting um, uh, the other name. Chexy. Chexy. Yeah. Um, and that's where you know all of this UI genius came from. I can't remember the exact conversation or the various conversations, at least, that were on the blogs and different places that I saw about moving that site title. But I think the, um, I think what played a part of it is, I mean, honestly, what's cool and what's probably worth sort of analyzing to an extent is how much influence the admin bar's addition to WordPress has influenced the WordPress user interface. Um, because the the site title uh like you said used to be much larger and used to be top left it didn't sort of get bumped down uh next to the dashboard and it was much larger and all those different things i found that i used that a lot more when i would when i was in the habit of and i'm still working myself out of this habit of having two tabs open one tab with the dashboard one tab with the front end of the site mm-hmm. and i would rely on that uh link a lot more when doing that but honestly most of the time when i would sort of dance between the two and have you know, the site open and the dashboard open the other, I would be looking up stuff on the site to link to, which the internal linking has sort of taken that need away. I don't have to do that now. Do you use the internal linking? I I do, but he, to be honest, most of the time that, I've, that I'm using it, I'm, telling my, I'm reminding myself to use it after I've already looked up my post. I do the if, same thing. <laughs> so I, I'm kicking myself. I'm so used to... Um, you know, writing a post and saying, oh, well, there's one or two things in here that I want to link to that I've written before. And I just pull up another tab, Google search what I'm looking for, pull up the link. And by the time I go in and I'm linking it up, that's when I go, oh, I could have just searched for this within the internal uh, internal linking system, which is, you know, that's just my fault for not, I haven't trained myself well enough on that yet. Um, not only do I not use the internal leaking like I thought I should or would, and I think it's just me remembering it's there like you said but i actually like when i wrote this podcast i googled a previous we're about to do a podcast post mm-hmm. uh i googled wp candy podcast live tonight or something like that to yeah. find the old post i didn't even go back into the archives i just googled it mm-hmm. i yeah i find i do that a lot as well as well as well as well but 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 but
Yeah, I think the the audio just caught up real quick, but you said about the it was added in three point one and here it is three point two and I think we're still we still probably haven't um really taken advantage of all of the features that uh that three point one brought. I mean even the even the admin bar, I think in a large extent hasn't been um you know, hasn't hasn't really been used or 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 taken advantage of by enough plugins or enough different. Uh, I think I think it was un, I, I think unfortunately a lot of people reacted uh, the way I described before, sort of bulking at a new feature when three point one came out. They said, "Oh no, this is different. This is new. I don't like it. Disable it." And uh, I, I think, especially as the admin bar begins to influence how WordPress works and WordPress begins to sort of rely on it more, I think we'll see uh, a lot more people kind of coming coming back to the... I think we might have lost Brian. <laughs> I'm here. Oh, you're there? Can you hear me? Okay. You dropped out for a second. Yeah. Yeah, I lost audio for a second. I've turned off the stream. Um, yeah, probably. Unfortunately, they will, they will, they will miss your, your witty anecdotes in the chat, but... That's okay. At least... Wait, dude. Yeah. So did you hear what I said about a lot of people, unfortunately? No, you probably didn't. No, I did. I was actually... No, I heard you. Okay. I was actually thinking about a conversation that I saw on Twitter. I think it was between DeFries and uh, the Conorp Egypt guy uh, Mm -hmm. behind WP Kickstart. Conor Egypt, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he was complaining about something, and DeFries, I don't know his full name either, uh, he was like, why don't you just use the one in the admin bar? And he was like, oh, I disabled that immediately. <laughs> and, you know, I think right. if people, like you said, if they give it time to adjust to it and kind of explore why something's there, maybe they'll actually find the usefulness of it. Exactly. Uh, that actually reminds me of one of my favorite tweaks to the admin bar, which I hadn't even noticed this. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in myself for not noticing the... Uh sort of positioning that it has is the addition of the dashboard and visit site uh, links in the admin bar. So before, if you were on the front end of the site, admin bar is up and you wanted to go to the dashboard, you had to go under your name drop down and then choose dashboard. Now it's actually out top level. And if you go into the dashboard, it changes to visit site. So it kind of, like I said, where I used to use the big, um, the big uh, site title at the top of the dashboard to jump between the two and to open up a new tab with it. Now uh, the admin bar does that, which I think, for me at least, is is solid justification for making the site title smaller and kind of less um, in-your-face on the dashboard design. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, uh, we've been talking a lot about how things look. One of the things I really wanted to talk to you about was the yeah. requirements in 3.2. Uh, with PHP and MySQL. See what mm-hmm. you thought about that. Uh, yeah, that was actually... So at the beginning, I kind of started running through laundry list style and how I, I think uh, just based on, you know, what I've kind of gleaned of, of the development process and, you know, watching track tickets here or there and seeing things happen, I think a, a good portion of the, the speed improvements that uh, 3.2 has were due to the ability to sort of drop some of that compatibility code with PHP 4. Um, I, I mean, I, I, 
I'm all for the uh, the, the updates. I think uh, when I looked it up, uh, and this isn't something that I keep up to date with as far as you know PHP release versions uh, or release dates. I think PHP five itself, I think, was released into in 04, and PHP two point X, I think, was 07. So it's not like it's not like all of a sudden WordPress requires bleeding edge stuff that hosts can't keep up with. I think it's completely reasonable to sort of take this step and, and update things a bit. Um, I, I, I totally agree be, with be you. What, what do you think? Yeah, I, I totally mm-hmm. agree with everything that you're saying. But then I kind of put myself in the shoes of somebody that really, when you say that, it doesn't mean anything to them. Like they don't know when uh-huh. sure. PHP 5.2.4 was released and you know they don't know what kind of database their website even runs on. Uh, and that even this morning, can you hear me? Yeah, you're back. Okay, sorry. Even this morning, no problem. We talked briefly about uh, one of the at GoDaddy, who probably hosts as many websites as anybody in the world. Are, they're having mm-hmm. issues across the board for people having out of date. Uh, versions of PHP and and MySQL and even tonight I got I was trying to help uh, that friend of mine my, my work in progress that we've talked about before uh, mm-hmm. get up, upgraded from uh, MySQL 4 and I just think there's right. a lot of education that needs to be done and a lot of people that are going to be mad at WordPress for things that they should really be mad at their host about I think that's the key there. I mean, the only people who will even know or potentially be affected by the new requirements are those people who are self-hosted. Anybody who relies on their host for, um, you know, you know, whether it's a a managed system or whether they, you know, it's through uh, they they have a a consultant that manages it or whether it's through a hosted, you know, WordPress option like WordPress.com. Those people. Are, are never going to really know. I mean, they're going to see changes when the updates happen, but they don't know. Any, they don't have to know anything about those languages. And I, I think. I mean, what we have are, are a lot of people with self-hosted hosted installs that maybe don't know as much as they should. And granted, if they do have a tough sort of learning experience, um, then that is their host's fault. But it's also I would put some blame on them for not caring enough about their host. Because if if you're if you're, I mean, I, I tend to, I mean, and I know it's probably it's probably nothing that anybody who's struggling with stuff like that wants to hear. But at the same time, I mean, I tend to be one of those people that says if you if your site if your websites are that important and if it causes you that much strife when they don't work out, I mean, it's kind of the, like the backup thing, you know, pay for an option or a solution that's going to back your stuff up so that if something terrible happens, you're okay. And at the same time, if your site is that vital to you, then you should be probably paying more and caring more about the host that you're using. Um, you know, I mean, I guess bringing up hosting prices probably isn't really relevant to the conversation, <laughs> but I think they tend to be. They well, they they tend. I mean, they tend to be related, though, right? I mean, if you're most of the people that are going to be running into version compatibility issues with PHP and MySQL 
this version update are going to be on what five dollar month hosting, six dollar month hosting. I mean, would you say that that's probably fair? Probably. I, I mean, I, yeah, I hear everything. I mean, come saying. on, what I really people, do. people I use Go, people use GoDaddy because it's cheap, right? Yeah, and I'm, that's the reason for using it. Well, I think it's a lot of reasons. There's there's a lot of mm-hmm. uneducated people with websites and people that are uneducated and they run their own website somehow. Uh, and they're sure. the people that get hacked and they're the people that their site breaks and then they go on these ridiculous rampages on WordPress.org and, you know, you see those horror stories, mm-hmm. uh, some of which, you know, came about today. And like I said, people are blaming WordPress for things that are their host's fault or their own fault. But... Maybe there's a level of education that can be uh, provided. Like, for instance, uh, okay. you know, Jane Wells posted on the WordPress blog what the day before the release that said, hey, I hope yeah. you're ready. Mm-hmm. You need to be updated. But in that post or anywhere, are there resources that say, this is how I check or this is how I know I'm updated? And I go further to say that... I went into an old account that I have with GoDaddy and tried to find, hey, what version of PHP is my website running or whatever, you know, whatever I had there. And it was pretty difficult. Uh-huh. And that's because GoDaddy's site's terrible. But it'd be nice if for like sure. the 10 largest hosts, which are probably hosting a massive percentage of all WordPress installs, there were step-by-step directions that said, this is how I find what I'm running, this is how I upgrade, this is what I need to do. And it makes no sense to me why, mostly I'm blaming the hosts, why they don't provide you know, some sort of documentation to solve those easy questions. And if the hosts right. aren't doing I mean, that, I think this... why, aren't, why isn't the community? Well, I think I think I mean you just said it. The, the this update with the the requirements uh, or with the new requirements says a whole lot more about the state of hosting than it does about the state of WordPress. Um, and and how out of date hosting is, which I think is, you know should also be the forefront when people talk about oh my my WordPress is hacked or or my WordPress is insecure. A lot of that. Or, or, you know, from what I can tell, more than not has to do with shoddy hosting practices more so than it does bad WordPress. I mean, WordPress has had problems in the past and will continue to have problems. I mean, that's what software does. But as far as uh, looking to blame the WordPress community for something, it's easy to track those people down, right? They're out there. They're available. Uh, it's not as easy to track down your hosting providers, people, right? You can't it's a lot harder to, to point at a face and blame them for your problems. But, um, I mean, yeah. some, uh, Otto in the chat, uh, you know, mentioned the health check plugin, uh, which we put up on the site, uh, yesterday as well. It was our daily plugin yesterday. And, uh, there's also some other ones that you can get that do a similar sort of thing, but that was one way or an easy way to sort of install and activate and, and find out whether your host is ready for WordPress 3.2 or not. And, and tools like that, I think, you know, do help from the community standpoint to educate people who would otherwise not know. Yeah, and I, I agree with everything you're saying. Like I said, I'm trying to play devil's advocate and come from a user's point of view Absolutely. that really just doesn't know about the things that they really need to know. 
And I think a lot of it is because there's a very low barrier to entry to originally getting your website up. Uh, and sure. do you remember your editorial back when you said multi-site's kind of hard to install and that's a good thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Roughly. That's what that's what you said because mm-hmm. the barrier entry barrier to entry needed to be a little uh, higher because you know you need to have a certain level of uh, knowledge to be able to do the things that you can do in a network. And I don't know, maybe it's just too easy to start a website. That sounds ridiculous, but like maybe self-hosted <laughs> websites have been made too easy. And WordPress is a part of that. They're active in helping well, create and I think, shell scripts to install WordPress with one click and all that. Right. Well, and, and I think that may be one of the contributors as well. I mean, uh, you know, I think you had showed me this morning, um, you know, a, a hosting like support topic where, you know, somebody was told that they couldn't update to, to WordPress 3.2 yet. And then they were, you know, clarified that, oh, no, you can, you just can't use our our, you know, baked in sort of wrapper that upgrades and handles WordPress for you because that's not been updated to 3.2 yet. And I think that sort of stuff uh, might um, might complicate things beyond what they should. I mean, installing WordPress, I think, is a healthy process. You're, you know, you're going to be launching a website. There are plenty of options out there for starting a free WordPress site and even having things like your own domain and a good level, a decent amount of control over your blog. But if you're taking that step and you want to run things yourself, you know, I mean, just speaking of, of sort of the multi-site example of checks and balances in place to sort of almost test you and make sure that you're ready for this new responsibility, I think the install process for WordPress is a little bit similar. I mean, it, it, it forces you to actually go and create a database and get, you know, the permissions for that database and put them into WordPress and establish that connection uh, that, yeah, I mean, there are plenty, there, there are lots of hosts that are one click, right? Yeah. And you can be running with WordPress on, you know, almost every host now, I would imagine every um, host that you want to be, you know, one click installing WordPress on. And, and that, that's definitely a good thing. I think it would be a better thing if hosts did a better job on their side of things, because uh, I really don't think, uh, you know, this update had to happen some po- sometime, right? And it was probably going to cause some people some pain, trouble, no matter when it did. I mean, assuming what that if- this update with PHP and MySQL would happen next year, do you think any of the hosts would be, that, that are having trouble with it now, do you think any of those hosts would be in a better spot next year? I mean, probably I not, right? I mean, if they haven't yeah. updated this. Well, that uses resources. Right. Um, I guess, what if I put it this way? If I know you're going to punch me in the face, is it smarter for me to just let you punch me in the face or to turn my head so that, you know, I deflect the blow? You know what I mean? Okay. I, I, I follow that. Now, now, how does it connect to what we're talking about? Well... It's hosts are notorious for being who's doing the punching. The host is punching. I'll say the hosts are notorious for being terrible. So if Mm -hmm. we in the WordPress community know that hosts are terrible, wouldn't it be good if we turned our head to deflect the blow or educate the user beyond what should be our requirement? And it's not our duty, but we want to deflect the blow. We don't, you know, we know we're going to get punched in the face, so we want to. 
do everything we can to minimize the well, impact. I think that's fair. I mean, there's there's always I think there's always more that can be done, and and I, I think a you know by and large it was a, a really good job was done of educating. I mean, if if someone kept in touch with the WordPress community at all, sort of kept any sort of pulse of what was going on, I think it would have been tough to miss that this change was coming. So I think on that on that side uh, it, it was it was handled very well. But um, you know, yeah, there's there's always more that can be done. Absolutely. To avoid being punched in the face by GoDaddy, right? <laughs> Absolutely. That's Nobody that's will. the goal. Yeah. Well, Nobody wants to be punched by GoDaddy. Yeah. Elephant killers. Oh, um, yeah, you're going to bring that up. Speaking no, of, not, not elephant killing, not speaking of that, I don't have any sort of segue for that, but of dropping support for, uh, we haven't touched at all on the IE6 stuff. Mm. Uh, Internet I Explorer thought you were going to talk about Hello Dolly. Support. Uh, no, but we could. Do you want to talk about that? No, it's just... What What do you want to talk uh, about? Okay. Well, what I was going to say with, with IE6... Yeah, yeah, the uh, Internet Explorer 6 support on the dashboard has been dropped, so um, it doesn't mean anything except that if you're using Internet Explorer 6 and you log into your dashboard, it's going to be broken. Like, not probably, not perhaps, not maybe, it will be very broken. Uh, and that's because the the checks and sort of the testing and all of that has been has been stopped for IE6 and beginning to work with you can't even call can you really call things that aren't IE6 modern browsers like no. like really it's non non old browsers like you know <laughs> i would just say browsers now we're not working with IE6 anymore we're testing more with you know browsers right it's, yeah it's some sort of an anti browser yeah well browse happy is now notifying you of an outdated browser if you're not running the absolute latest. And I think Firefox 5 just came out, and 3.2 RC whatever, right when right when you know right when Firefox 5 came out, it was giving notices to Firefox 4 users that they needed to upgrade their browser. And Firefox 4 is by all means a pretty modern browser. Right, so there are two different notifications that Browse Happy will give. So, so Browse Happy is sort of a, um, there's an API connection between a WordPress install and um, well, BrowseHappy.com is sort of the front-facing um, front of the initiative, sort of the project to get people to stay up to date with their browsers. And if you're running IE6, you're going to see this big red nag that tells you you're using a terrible browser and. And actually, I think it's, if you saw it, I think it's, is it like a yellow or an orange? It's like, I think the, the notice, if you're using just sort of a, a slightly out-of-date browser, you know, just by a version or something like that, then it gives color you like a yellow different. reminder. That's fair my enough. Color, my colors are off? No, I'm saying your colors would be different sorry. based on how out-of-date your browser is. Yeah, sorry. Cut, cut you out there for a second. Um, yeah, so... I think uh, the, I think the IE6 thing completely understandable. I did see some people a little bit annoyed by the notice. I mean, did it did it bother you seeing a reminder to update your Firefox? No, I don't have Firefox. <laughs> oh, I thought you said you I thought you said you had seen it. No, I, just I actually said it don't. Uh, okay, because I actually don't see this. I use I've actually for the past few weeks I've been using Chrome, and I'm pretty sure all those updates just sort of happen in the background. So I'm not sure that I'll actually run into this. And great segue, yeah. because that's 
hopefully okay. the future of WordPress as well. And maybe we'll solve some of these problems. Ah, yes. Yes, enhancements to the upgrade process. So uh, automatic update, uh, let me quiz. Uh, well, I know auto in the chat room will know, but does anyone else know when automatic updates were added to WordPress or automatic upgrades? Um, so the process has been improved this time around so that in the future, upgrades, when they happen, won't download sort of the entire WordPress install and copy files over. It'll actually just take the, the diffs or just take the files that are changed which will mean faster upgrades, right? Faster, leaner, uh, better process in the future. And also, that means WP and content won't be touched at all, right? Right, which I, and I, I don't know myself all of the specifics of that, but I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know much about <laughs> uh, when or how WP content was touched during the upgrade process. I mean, obviously it wasn't. Uh, I think I think there were some issues now that I think about it with uh you know a kiss like if you do the auto automatic update then an older version of a kismet might be uh copied over your your new one and you might have to go in and upgrade that again I think that problem was fixed uh yeah with, now with the originally maybe with the hot fix I do know that uh hot, hot fix probably included a hot fix is a is a plugin from the WordPress team that uh floats out changes and updates to WordPress even before a version will happen so you can get those uh, improvements ahead of time but I don't know whether it was added there or not. I don't I don't actually know but yeah so part of 3.2 is faster downloads and uh, kind of the the future which uh, Andrew Nason has been hinting at a little bit as to what he wants or at least what his goal is with WordPress would be it for it to be more chrome like uh, so that a user doesn't even know when security upgrades are made in the back end it just happens which is a uh, kind of a neat idea um, particularly for probably most of all for things like security issues right because right. the the last thing you want is there's a security issue they fix it and now they have to sort of get the word out to everybody hit that upgrade button to, to you know re-secure their site and just being able to push a button instead and sort of push that update out, uh, I think, I mean, you know, it would definitely do things, or it has a potential to change things in the future as far as release dates. I mean, it would probably still have um, sort of the big numbers that we shoot for and the testing is done, and then here's the update that comes out. But at the same time, you could almost see more of a, you know, quick deployment potential in the future, right? Like, so, okay, we tweaked this, we made this change here, let's send it out. Basically, um, like WordPress.com works. I mean, it, it begins to take on uh, some of the some of the appearances of a more hosted system at that point, right? With yeah. the ability to change things automatically. Uh, yeah, I say I that, that in the sense. Be... Yeah, I don't. I don't mean hosted like a website. I mean updated like WordPress.com. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. No, it's it's a it's a neat change, and I, I look forward to the. I mean, it's hard to say. Like, yeah, I look forward to the updates. And it's not like I'm going to be able to see it happening, but to know that it's happening <laughs> in this better way uh, yeah. is a plus. And I think that is just run down our list here. I mean, there are a couple other uh, changes to to three point. Actually, there are a lot. There are over four hundred different sort of enhancements and changes. Uh, credits. The credits page was added, uh, which 
uh, is now, if you're updated, it's in your dashboard, there's a credit screen that will credit everybody who worked on uh, this version or the latest version of WordPress. There's a freedom screen, which tells you the freedoms that are granted to you under the GPL and gives sort of a, a couple paragraphs encouraging you to seek out uh, free software, free as in speech, of course, not as in beer. And jQuery was updated uh, to 1.6.1. And I think that's, at least on our list here, I think that's the, the bulk of the changes that came in. And that's, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in this one. Um, I just see they uh, showed up in the chat. 2.7 was the first one with core auto upgrades. But as auto says, yes, 2.5 had automatic updates for plugins. So... Not, it hasn't been around a crazy long time, but it's been around a while. Nice to see an improvement to that system. So what, is there anything else that, that kind of sticks out in your mind for 3.2? Um, Boy, this, no, this delay is kind of... Yeah, I don't know that I have any specific thoughts that make me super passionate. You know, I, I'm I'm very impressed because... What was it? A four-month release cycle? Uh, yeah, it was four months. Well, uh, technically, I think it was about four months and twelve days between the two <laughs> releases. But I'm not sure that the actual development cycle happened in that much time. I think there might have been there might there might have been a couple days after the release of three one and when three two really kind of got underway. Um, I think. Should a I lot say? of things happened in this release to just make WordPress feel a lot cleaner and uh, just overall more impressive. I think the way 3.2 is faster and cleaner and uh, 2011 just being very impressive in my opinion. Uh, and also, I know it's not technically 3.2, but it's kind of on a similar release cycle with BB press coming out. It's like, there's a lot of stuff that's just clicking, you know, the gears are, are turning pretty, pretty well. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. I think, I mean, this was, uh, I mean, the, 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 the design chain definitely made it seem more like a feature release than it was, but really the intent for 3.2 is like you said, really more preparing for the future, taking smart steps forward and wasn't about throwing a whole bunch of new stuff at you. Um, Distraction-free writing was kind of a neat, neat feature addition, but um, for the most part, it was just sort of taking some, some smart steps. So, just because I'm uh, crazy about this stuff, let me see the plans for. Oh, gotta go back a page. Uh, <laughs> the plans for 3.2 began at the end of March, so it's actually what is that? More like well, yeah, it's more like three and a half months of development. There was. Um, even though technically you could probably say that the planning stage still counts as development. But in any, in any case, it happened fast. Uh, which yes. reminds me, we also saw 15 million downloads of WordPress 3.1 during that time. Which, which is also very is impressive. less than... Also, yeah, absolutely very impressive. And uh, we've got a post up about that up on the blog. Um, that is less than 3.0 saw, but I think for a couple of reasons. One, 3.1 was not as big of an update and i think the cycle from 3.1 to 3.2 was actually shorter than 3.0 cuz 3.0 i think in May. its time as sort of the stable release i think it saw uh 30 40. million downloads i think we have that up on the site was it 30 
I think you're right. I don't know why. I, I think it was that. 30. I mean, it, it was more than 30. I think it was 30 and change, but it was. Well, then as a ratio, as they're much. pretty but similar. But I think that just had to do with. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty similar rate. Uh, we actually so, need to get a post up about that. I think uh, over 300,000 downloads happened of 3.2 in the last 24 hours. So oh, wow. we should make note of that. Well, lots of people out there. Lots of now people that, out there using WordPress. Now that we're bored with 3.2, uh, yes. what would you say are the most desirable features going going forward? Oh, for like you. in 3.3? Yeah, 3-3, 3-4, oh, for 3, me personally. What's, what's missing uh, for you? Yeah, okay. That's actually a question for the chat, too. I see we've got a, a dozen or so people in there. I'm, I'm curious what they want uh, in WordPress, uh, let's say 3.3, but beyond. Um, we actually opened this up in the forum yesterday for discussion because, obviously, it's premature to, to really talk about 3.3. I think there's some other stuff that uh, the core team is going to be focused on for a week or so before the planning really starts to happen. But uh, personally, I'd like to see uh, some some improvements to the user management uh, system. I think uh, quite a few people would like to see some stuff happen to the, excuse me, to the media system, the media management. But at the same time, I, I don't think, uh, <laughs> I think very few want to tackle that because that's a very big project. Uh, others, you know, you know, relatively more simple things. I'd like to see the link system, the blog roll, uh, sort mm -hmm. of the old standby. I'd like to see that sort of revamped uh, for um, to, to make it relevant again because it's something that I, I haven't used within WordPress for a long time, but I think I would like to use it. Uh, but I can't really do that in its current system, so I'd like to see that revamped a bit. Um, I think that's those are probably my three, the three ones, the three big ones that I'd like to see in the future. What about you? Um, I think my requests range from very small to some that are probably pipe dreams. Uh, my small one. Well, what, would okay, be, so start with the pipe. Just start with the pipe dreams. Don't, don't well, start with the little stuff. Why don't I build up to the good stuff? All right. What okay. Do you, you, you do what your do you thing. Think? College. Yeah. Yeah. No. You're, my, you're right. You're right. My my teensy tiny little request would be when I'm updating a page. I'd like to be able to save my update without updating. So I create a without page. Without like a page reload? No, no. When I update my page right now, oh, you, oh, have oh, to update, oh. you have to update the live page rather than save I see your you revision in like a draft status. So I'd like a draft status even though the page or post is published. Does that make sense? So... So almost the option to, rather than saving and updating the page, to save another revision. Yes. Yeah, save See a that, revision I mean, without it going really that, Yeah. I have you I'm just have you checked whether there's a plugin for that? Because I it sounds like no. prime target for a plugin. Why would I have done something so logical? <laughs> I I would okay, that that's that's a good that's a good small one. I can see the usefulness for that. I would put my money on that. Probably most likely forever remaining a, a plugin and not a core feature. But go on. Okay. <laughs> what, what's what are your other ones? I certainly agree on media. Um, Otto actually uh -huh. did a really nice post on grabbing metadata meta from the media uh, manager and how all that works. And I thought that was really interesting. But just the way it flows and feels and works would be really nice. 
to have an improvement. Sure. And I think you remember when I did a, a post on my personal blog saying I'd really like something that says link to parent post and me and you, or mostly you, right. uh, came up with a, a quick fix for that, but I'd like to see that go into WordPress as a fourth option instead of linking to none or linking to uh, the attachment or whatever the other one was. Um, so that's my that's my second fairly small one. And then uh, mm-hmm. I think two things that would be really cool. Uh, one would be fixing this URL issue where, and I think this is on the way with 3.3, uh, dig WordPress. Uh, Jeff Starr, I think, wrote, no, Chris Coyer wrote the post because he was having a problem on CSS tricks where if you have too many pages and too many posts, then you start causing all kinds of problems and Basically, it has to do with your permalink structure, and you need to start it with a number. It'd be really cool if mm-hmm. that could be fixed, and apparently that's on the way. So that's a pretty big project to tackle, but it'd be nice to not have to explain to people why they either need to have a custom post type or not have so many pages. Um, and then my last one would be more built-in ways to make sidebars be more conditional so that Maybe if I could manage sidebars on a per-page basis type of thing without, like, widget logic all over the place. And that's a pipe dream. There's actually a... a, For core, I would say that is a pipe dream. Um, But I did see, and you'd probably like this, I've got it it slated for uh, a future daily plug-in episode. I forget exactly what it's called, but basically instead of... Uh, putting the impetus on the uh, user on the widget screen to use the, the, the you know, sort of the, like, what'd you say it was called? the um, Widget logic? <sighs> widget logic, yeah. To, to use the logic on each widget to say where they display, display, it actually gives you, if you sort of check a box with it, within a page or a post, it gives you sort of a duplicate of the default widget for that screen, and then you can tweak it and you can add to it and remove it from it. That's on a per page um, post to, basis. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that w- on a that's on a screen, screen by screen basis. So, um, yeah, that's that, that's that, my biggest yeah. potentially solve that problem. That's my biggest problem with the way the widgets work now is you have to go to a new screen and then you got to determine the logic of what posts and what pages or just posts mm-hmm. or just pages or just the home screen. Right, and some of those are pretty common and typical and all that navigating back and forth and stuff, I think it's confusing and it really makes figuring out how you're going to architect the site to start with, especially if you're creating it for an end user, you as the developer might be fine going in and looking at all these widgets that are placed conditionally that have different snippets in them or or information or whatever, but God forbid you gave someone admin rights and they had to go do that themselves. Right. I mean, that's that's not yeah, that's not reasonable um, to expect of people. I mean, most of the coolest stuff I've seen people making in regards to to widgets recently has been uh, just any of the sort of sidebar or widget area managers. Uh, some which I've mentioned on the on the blog, I think, are built into some theme frameworks, and uh, other ones are sort of standalone plugins that allow you to sort of create and um, manage not just widgets but the widget areas for your your site which i think is probably the next evolution for widget areas um yeah you know not 
just to be able to kind of create them on the fly and say put this and and then to be able to assign those to pages in a, in a decent way i think that's a far better way uh, than to expect anybody or or average people to work with logic and sort of you know those kind of query-esque uh language on the yeah i'm screen. sure there's more but i know i've seen uh press coders who they make some niche themes and uh start box and i think maybe woo themes has one where they have some stuff in their themes to do things like that but I, if I had my ideal world, I think it'd kind of go the way menu managers went, where WooThemes created an awesome product right. that eventually got built into core. I would love to see that happen. Yeah, I mean, almost, you know, like even just within the, the current, um, you know, widget page, if you could kind of go, if, if you have, you know, usually, you know, most sites probably have two or three sections. If you could kind of go below you know, one of those widget areas, and there was just a plus. It was like, add another widget section. Here's the title. Uh, and then to just sort of be able to delete those and manage those within that system, I think, could be pretty neat. Um, but, you know, that's, you know, I think, uh, uh, like Otto said in the chat, that's probably something that, like you said, when somebody creates and it, you know, sees some adoption, has the likelihood of making a course. So actually, I think that's probably, aside from the media thing, so you media... Uh, permalinks. page drafts, permalinks. So, so permalinks media. So you're actually like three for four for uh, likely to go into core in the future ideas. What are your pipe dreams, by the way? That was my pipe are, dream. Have you the built widget. up to those yet, or are there, that's the pipe the, dream? The widget was my pipe dream. No, that's, that's not a pipe dream. That's not a pipe dream at all. Come on, I, I was Hold I was expecting something really crazy. I want my initials on every WordPress installation. There we go. See, that's what I was expecting. Yeah, don't don't let me down. I want the so um, I want IE six users to get a Neon Cat. A Neon Cat. Yeah, I, I show I showed that to Ashley the other day. Uh, she and, loved it. Didn't and, she? Well, the first thing that I noticed when I pulled up on YouTube the, the original Neon Cat. Uh, have you noticed the status like bar at the bottom of that <laughs> window is a Neon Cat itself? No, I didn't. Uh, which I think is pretty funny. Uh, so like as it's going, like it's the Neon Cat with the rainbow behind it, and that's the the completed video status. I think that's pretty pretty cool. Uh, she was like, "Wait, is that so? That's it for like two and a half minutes?" I was like, "Yeah, that's that's what it is. That's that's or as long as you can take it." And yeah, exactly. Part of, and that's the game. You have two and a half minutes. Yeah, you, you do it for as long as you can can do it. It's like a it's like a game. Whoever's best wins. It, it's it's like a game where everybody loses, which yeah. are the best kinds of games. Yeah. So let's see what else. I mean, it's been, you know, I mean, three point two obviously is the thing to talk about, but it's been a couple weeks. Is there anything else that's gone up, or that's that's gone on sort of in the WordPress world that's worth touching on before we wrap up here? Um, um I mean, well, I, I, I know I have I have one in particular that I'm curious to hear your go, thoughts on. Go for it. Okay, let me let me pull it up because this is actually something that was discussed last week. Um, so, yeah, we'll cl closing on the three two discussion for now. We'll probably come back to it in a future episode, but for now, I think we've talked it almost to death. As I scroll through and almost find yeah. it, so it was actually a couple weeks ago. Well, not a couple weeks ago, but a couple pages back in our. Actually, why am I doing that? It's right here. That's like two days. The uh, dev press announcement. I know, uh, right? Uh, so we never actually got a chance to talk about this because it happened 
uh, during a non-podcast week. So DevPress is, uh, which I've now taken to calling them a quartet of WordPress developers. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> Justin Tadlock, uh, Patad Dunbar, Patrick Daly, and Tung Do, uh, all of whom have, uh, I think, you know, made solid names for themselves in the WordPress community. And it was about a year ago. Was it about a year? I think it was the beginning of last year when they first launched DevPress. Uh, yeah, it was definitely last year. It was one of my first posts, I think, on the site. So probably August, oh, really? September, something like that, yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. It was a special uh, time. So, oh, such a special time. So I don't think it was a full year ago, but it was it was last year. It was it was in the uh, the 2010, and their announcement last week was that rather than initially they had all free themes, or that they were, that was seemed to be the plan. They released news uh, to the WordPress.org directory, which was a great theme. And then about a month or so ago, they said, okay, well we're going to sell themes now. So here's the theme that we made, and, and it was like 30 bucks or something like that. And now last week. They are changing the model to a subscription, uh, a yearly subscription, and what caught everybody's eye and caused quite a bit of discussion was that it's a $5 a year membership. Uh, so it's not quite like other membership systems out there in the sense that uh, it, doesn't, sort of, it doesn't guarantee – it was te- that's the first reason, or the first uh, – way that it's not like other ones is it's yeah a fraction of the cost but well i mean it's a fraction of the cost for most monthlies let alone yearlies Uh, it's it's a it's an infinitesimal of the cost and they aren't guaranteeing number of themes or number of plugins they say that this will grant uh, their members access to whatever they happen to make in a year as well as access to their forums even though they're not guaranteeing support just sort of their presence in the forums to help out where they can so, first of all, what do you think? Because I, I have a lot of thoughts about this, but um, I'm curious, since we haven't talked about this, what, what are your thoughts on the DevPress announcement? Well, I think it's very interesting. I guess full disclosure, should I do full disclosure, would be that uh, I am a pretty adamant hybrid core fan. Uh, I like a lot of Justin sure, Tadlock's which is work. Justin Tadlock's. Yeah, I pretty much build all of my personal websites using the hybrid core uh, theme framework. but So I've been following mm-hmm. DevPress for a while because I was very interested because Justin's a really, really great developer, but when you throw in Patah and, uh, and Patrick Daly and then uh, especially to me, uh, Tongue's designs, that which are awesome in my opinion, his, his past ones, I was very intrigued by what they were going to come up with. Uh, and they died down for a while, mm-hmm. but nevertheless, they came up and did everything you just said. And I think the thing that frustrated me the most was that people in our comments kind of said, you know, this is bottom feeding. You're just destroying a market. Why are you screwing with everything? And the way it was coming off didn't really jive well with me, uh, especially because I think some people were equating uh they they said you know if you're pricing so cheap you might as well just make it free where that makes no sense to me because they acted like you know if it's free it's no quality you can't produce a quality theme if it's not free which i don't agree with i think you can price a theme however you want mm-hmm. and as long as you make it to where it's sustainable for you and like you said they've got these really no guarantees of hey 
a theme a month or whatever. They're going, you know, they just say this is what we want to do. This is what we're charging to put some food on the table. None of them said, "Oh yeah, we're going to let have four guys have our entire careers built off of this, and this is the way it's going to be." I just think it's different products for different people, and I think they've made really cool themes, but they're not for everybody. Uh, it's a finished theme. Mm-hmm. It's got no options. It's you know that's the design. You need to either be happy with it the way it is, or be talented enough to hack it yourself. It's not meant to be like some of these other club memberships are, where they have a hundred new themes or whatnot. And they didn't close off the possibility to raise prices. And I personally think they're insane. I think five dollars a month is way too cheap for their talent. But that doesn't five dollars a year. Yeah, five dollars a year. I mean, I signed up for it in like eight seconds. There, I spent that more to, more than that at a gas station today for Coke and a bag of chips, you know. Uh, but <laughs> right, so it just kind of bothered me because they can easily raise prices as they have more products. They can raise their prices more to where their club is more valuable. Oh, a club with two paid themes isn't quite as valuable as a club with a hundred. And when you Look at like an elegant themes that has a ton of themes, and still what a sixty dollar price. It's still extremely cheap for everything that you get. Um, mm-hmm. So I think just people were shooting it down a little bit, and I personally applaud them for mixing it up. One thing you're going to do is you're going to tap into a massive user base that is probably going to be like five bucks. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go for it. And that's where I think they're sure. crazy. I think they could have done ten bucks and had zero impact on the number of uh, people they sold them to. But in general, that's my thought. Sure. Gotcha. I I I think what caused the the initial reaction from people talking about its effect on the greater market, and especially the stuff about the free uh, or the talk of the free, is that. And and I'm curious. There haven't been, um, at least in our comments, and I haven't been able to track down many comments from other uh, uh, people selling WordPress themes. Which I'm just kind of scrolling through. Um, I, I see there. I see Gar- Gardner did weigh in. Um, just kind of scrolling through to see if I'm if I'm forgetting uh, some that spoke. Chris up. Wallace from Up Themes. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, th- I think that probably, and this is just me trying to understand what some uh, of these people's opinions were, I bet if I had to guess why the reaction initially from some people was, oh, they should have just gone free, you know, why degrade, quote-unquote, degrade the value. I think that just has to do with by charging anything, in particular a small amount, but by charging anything at all, you now invite comparison to other commercial stuff, right? When you're free... It's it's almost like I mean if we you know when us when we when we consider putting together uh, sort of breakdowns of a specific niche or comparisons or, or whatever else more often than not we're probably going to sort of split things first in two which ones are paid and which ones are free and I think the reactions in that sense were probably somewhat natural for those that saw it as sort of attacking the higher costs. And I think that wasn't the intent uh, of the group necessarily or wasn't the primary intent. I think it was, you know, kind of like you said, it's it's not their, their full-time um, project. It's more about 
uh, I think their list of priorities stuck with me. I think it was, was it altruism, then ego, then uh, making cool stuff, and then putting food on the table. Was that the order? I might have. Yeah, I think it was something like that. The list there. Um, and I think you know, you know, I take them at their word. I think that was far more their goal than to um, necessarily, you know, shake up any pricing schemes. I think that they're more interested in shaking things up in terms of quality themes than they are about specifically about pricing. But uh, the the only thing that, that I wonder, and this is something that actually I, th- I think uh, saw Justin in the chat. I've got to ping him and the dev press guys. I want to see about arranging an interview with uh, as many of the guys as we can gather together to, to do it on the stream here. Because what I'm curious about, of course, you know, I, I'd like to hear more, I'm sure as, as anybody would about the, the thought process and the various things that they considered when going into this particular pricing structure. But the one thing that came to my mind, and this is more of an open question than it is a comment on the situation, is um, do commercial developers or do sort of WordPress business people, is there any sort of responsibility to price within a certain range? And this this conversation came up uh, uh, during uh, the last sort of big editorial um a discussion that happened on the site about theme forest pricing, um, and w- which Collis in the end ended up responding to. Uh, should somebody new, uh, not necessarily new to the scene, but should a new shop or should a new product or whatever else, is there any sort of responsibility there to price within a certain field, or is it is it fair game? And in the extent that whatever those prices happen to me will in some ways influence the rest of the market, right? So if if I was, you know, a hypothetical commercial theme person selling themes at $30 and then if someone came in and was selling themes at, you know, go the other direction, $200, would there not be some pull in either direction for one of us to go up or one of us to come down, right? Because every every pricing change has an effect on the rest of the the community. Um, yeah. Do you think that that should come into play at all, or um, as far as being mandated, absolutely not. And well, no, not not mandated, but I guess yeah. But as far as like yeah, I, a I, code I, of ethics, like or you know what I'm saying, right? Like a, yeah, I'm a talking code of a yeah. code of dev. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the lamest thing I've ever. Well, said. okay. Let me put it this way then. Uh, we'll be <laughs> code of dev. Yeah, that that does get it. <laughs> well, I think. Um, I think that in other industries we see this in, in some of them in more formal ways than others. Uh, but you know, if if I'm take it to another industry, if I'm a plumber and I go out and I you know start going going around town and saying, yeah, you can, you know, I'm a plumber, I'm I'm you know seventy five cents an hour, then competitors are not. I'm going to have you know other plumbers kind of knocking my door and saying, what the heck are you doing? Like this is you're you're, dest- you're destroying our 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 whole business because you're taking it all. Um, do you think that that? Do you think that we'll see any of that? Maybe not necessarily with DevPress, but you know, pricing seems to be with WordPress themes. There seems to be potential for pricing to shift. You know, we saw that with the editorial from what was it only a month or two ago, I think, and we definitely saw quite a bit of conversation about pricing models in the comments of the DevPress post. I mean. Uh, I, I don't have any point to make with this. It's just stuff that is interesting to watch and I'm curious about. 
right? Uh, yeah, I just I think the market wins in the end. The market the market's going to win, and when mm-hmm. you're talking about how someone prices something or how something's done, it's all relative, and it's obviously going to have an effect on how one person prices something versus the other. Take for instance, like you said, that that uh, editorial that Mike McAllister did, and then Envato came out with Envato Elite, which is, allows them to raise prices to $42 instead of 35 Guess how many themes are on Theme Forest for $42? All no of them. <laughs> Zero. No. Nobody's, yeah. nobody's done it yeah. because you, it, the first thing most users are going to say is, oh, uh, there's one theme with, that's $42. Uh, no thanks. I'll go find the one that looks just like it, uh, which is what mm-hmm. anybody is going to do of Foreman Clark's theme anyway. They'll just take the best-looking theme on there and they'll copy it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not very nice. but um, I mean, you get my point. And with yeah. the theme, you get what you pay for, yes, but at the same time, you have to really dive in to really figure out what you're getting. All right, what are you, buy- what are you getting and what are you buying? If you buy a theme from some marketplace, are you necessarily buying the coolest design that there's ever been and the most top-notch code or are you buying a good design good code and incredible support like what do you want you know or are you buying Mm -hmm. all of the above they may have a very good uh reason to be expensive uh and the person that's or the price is going to land wherever all of that is coming out to where the end user see sees that it's worthwhile. Uh, so if we see that it's worthwhile to buy those two themes for five bucks, then we're all going to buy them. Uh, if they mm-hmm. raise their prices to a hundred bucks, then we won't, or maybe we will, but you know, you get my point. Yeah. I, th- I think, I think my thoughts are, are best wrapped up with, uh, Eric Mann. Uh, he commented, it's actually the second comment on the post. And I think it uh, mostly nails my thoughts on it. He says, that the he thinks that uh, that currently the dev press. I'll just read what he said. He said, "I think it's both a good idea and a bad idea. On the good idea side, it's very affordable and very fair to end users. The lower price point also alleviates them from the perceived obligation to turn out multiple themes per month or offer priority support. On the bad idea side, it further drives down pricing and value perception for the rest of the community." People already have a hard time seeing value in a $15 theme sold in the marketplace, so a $5 membership for multiple themes makes it harder for freelancers and developers to justify high prices for custom development. He says, the WordPress user in me loves the idea. The economist in me sees it as triggering a race to the bottom for everyone else. I think I think that hits closer to my thoughts on it than anything else in that comment thread. That was a very good comment. I only have one, yeah. I'll keep it very short. Okay. If that's your argument, you're already assuming that there is a built-in difference between a paid theme and a free theme. Otherwise, this discussion would have been had long ago about free themes driving the market because that's the ultimate drive to the bottom. It is the bottom. It's free, right? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you which, which is, I think, I mean, that's, yes, I, I absolutely agree. This this conversation only comes into play once you're charging a, a penny. You know, you're charging once, a penny or more, and, like, now you're in a different discussion. And once you inherently assume that paid equals better, because there's plenty of 
high quality themes. We know that, but in the end, you've got users that are expecting something because they pay something. I I don't think I would say that paid equals better. I think we talked a couple podcasts ago about how like some of my thoughts about which oh, themes yeah. should maybe be free and which ones should be paid. No, I totally I think agree, it's just but that's paid my point. Different. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, paid equals different. I think the okay. delay is messing with me a little bit. I, I understand paid equals different. I'm just based on the comment that Eric made. To me, it's he's mm-hmm. saying he's saying we're driving it to the bottom. Well, the bottom's not five dollars. The bottom is free, and there's thousands of them, and hundreds of those are really, really good and really, really high quality. That's the bottom, and it's been had. So if we're getting all huffy about it because it's five dollars, it's because we're already assuming that there's a different level and a totally different game that's being played just because it has the price tag. When that price tag doesn't mean anything, there's probably some $100 themes out there that are terrible. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely, there, and there most definitely are. Uh, I think I think really this conversation will be able to, to, to truly be had for, I don't know, six months or more uh, because, you know, as they've they've said on their blog and you know i see you know justin's in the the chat room here saying that, that they have further plans beyond what we see now and wp kenny made a good point uh, pay equals support it's true uh, a lot of which people, a lot of, uh that was another news item uh adp the software as a service post that he said about um I guess WordPress. I think that plays in part of this. Maybe selling software as a product isn't, in the end, going to be the best thing. Is selling it as a service. I don't know. Right. That there's. I mean, the the. I mean, I, I would put myself in the camp that that says that there's probably more to be had in WordPress as. Uh, or at least WordPress products as a service more than a product. I think you know selling software as a product is is okay um, because sometimes that's necessary. But I think the true selling point of all software is actually service based and not product based. Um, that that's sort of the true value that people seek, right? Uh, that's fair. So I mean, we, we really just need to come back to this conversation later uh, when they potentially add more stuff it. or. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair no, I, enough. Well, I, I, I'm is anything happy else? to come back to the dev. I'm happy to come back to the dev press topic, but the the free uh-huh. versus premium or freemium or whatever. All those mm-hmm. those get about as tired to me as GPL debates. Don't Fair enough. Think? I I'm, I guess I spend. Well, I mean. Yes and no. I don't really like the free versus paid conversation, but I am interesting. I mean, I am interested in WordPress business models, and I think this, you know, what DevPress is doing both now, if it just stayed in its current format, but also what it sounds like they may have planned for the future, or that they do have further plans, I think could uh, could have a significant impact. And so I'm I'm interested in watching where it goes. I I will agree with that. Speaking of eighty, uh, uh, also last week we got sort of a sneak peek at what looks like his next project. It is called Minaraf, uh, which Minaraf sort of giraffe with a mini 
in front of it. It may be mini raf, but mini? I'm guessing mini raf. I was like giraffe. Mini. I was thinking mini. mini like how, tiny how did you giraffe. pronounce it in your head? I've pronounced it mini. Maybe tiny giraffe. Yeah, like tiny giraffe. Mini raf. It's, it's a real cute little mini raf. Does sound better than my mini raf. Well, it makes more sense because I didn't know. I, I didn't get the reference. I just thought it was like, hey, let's make this word weird. But mini raft makes a lot. It's more obviously sense. tiny. They, <laughs> they they need some sort of a demo video so I can hear them pronounce it and know the right way. That's true. Uh, so we did get sort of a sneak peek at their site uh, while they were they put up a site that was calling for use for uh, emails for folks that were interested in seeing what the next project was. This is. Uh, project between AD as well as James Coster and Mike Jolly, who worked on the uh, Fault Press theme, I think. So they've worked with AD and, and Woo themes in the past. This seems like a new project or a new business that that AD's, uh, uh starting with them. And they put up a landing page. We're collecting emails to sort of, hey, get notified when we launch. Uh, <laughs> and Somebody it was actually one of our our readers in the comments noticed that if you went to any other URL on that domain, you could see actually the rest of the site that they were working on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it didn't actually say this on this uh, on their sort of promo materials, but it looks like MiniRaf will be a, a WordPress plugin shop of sorts. Uh, that they don't have any plugins listed on the test site that they had up, but just sort of thumbing through it, it does look very much like hey, we're going to make and sell some uh, WordPress plugins. So that's coming from AD and that team soon. Yeah, I think there's a lot of interesting stuff. We don't actually stuff. have that many... We don't, we don't actually have that many commercial plugins out there, really. I mean, and, and I should change that. We actually don't have a whole lot of Word, commercial WordPress shops, right? I mean, there's... Uh, plugin there shops? Are plugin marketplaces. Yeah, plugin shops, like we have theme shops. You know, I mean, if, what's the what's the what's the Woo themes for instance? What's the Woo themes for plugins? I don't uh, think that you can really make those comparisons yet. Um, I mean, yeah. Rocket Genius does cool stuff with Gravity Forms, but they're still they're still a one plugin shop, right? I'll say Pippin Williamson, <laughs> one Pippin. man show, but he's got a lot of paid th- plugins. Yeah, yeah. Name? I mean, it's it's. Yeah, Pippin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there, but at the very least, it's clearly not as robust as the commercial theme space is. Yeah, so no, it'll be interesting to see what MiniRaf has in store. AD will probably Skype you and tell you I pronounced it wrong and you were right. I, uh, I, I, you know what? I just hope one of us was right because if not, <laughs> we really sounded like idiots. Oh, good point. Um, uh, <laughs> we could be both way off iThemes and Plugin Buddy is probably. Ah, right. Yes, you're right. I, I completely overlooked. Uh, that's not. Buddy, that wasn't me. That was the chat. The iThemes suite. Yeah, yeah. The chat is. Well, the chat's smarter than both of us. We, we know that. Just going that's into it. Um, so yeah. it, it'll be cool to see more competitors coming into that realm. Yeah, and I'm actually, Rocket Genius sure has been using for a long time a new plugin. Yeah, we've got a. They've got to put up a, a landing page that we can that we can we need look something. at their test site as well. We need something from that. We need we need to look at look at what they're working on because uh, I'm I'm definitely definitely curious what. That, so we can uh, snoop around and try to what, find the Do you the have any guesses? Version. Exactly. Uh, that's oh, that's. Uh, I mean, they've 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 pretty much dominated 
you know, forms for WordPress with, with Gravity Forms. That's that's pretty much championed by most WordPress professionals that I know. Uh, so they've won there both functionally and uh, from a marketing standpoint. There are some ninjas trying to sneak in. Next? I mean, no, there are competitors, absolutely. But I also think that, you know, they're – I think they've made the most substantial presence in that particular yeah. – kind of plug-in space i agree i was making a lame joke about ninja forms <laughs> oh i know i i saw what you're doing okay. and, I, and i flipped it on you i apologize so what's okay let me change that what would you like to see them make plug-in wise what would you like to see the rocket genius team work on honestly i have no idea <laughs> i don't know either because before like, I'm not sure either, but if you would have asked me before, you know, because I, I, I actually remember I, I met the uh, Rocket Genius team at WordCamp Chicago, I think, 08 or 09. I actually don't remember. But I met them there. They were kind of handing out cards and some of their stuff. They hadn't released Gravity Forms yet. And uh, I just, I guess I remember thinking, like, what? Why? How? I couldn't imagine myself getting excited about getting excited about a Forms plugin. Um but I love using it. I use it constantly now. So if if I had to have had an answer a few weeks back or even longer back, the one thing I wanted more than anything else was a solid forum plugin. Well, BBPress does that for me now. And honestly, I'm not sure what sort of full-featured plugin I need that WordPress doesn't have right now. I can't come up with it, but I'm, I'm sure they I have. Think, I mean, obviously, I they mean, have something. They're there. On. They're there, certainly. But, you know... I just think there's – it's hard to come up with things now because I think custom post types really gave us a lot of power to kind of do what you want. If you if you want to build something, you can build it for the most part. But there's some things like events calendars, e-commerce solutions, uh, forums, which BBPress solved pretty darn well. Uh, but certain things that mm-hmm. I think WordPress has just struggled with because it's not really native to – what it was built on as a blogging platform. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's those things and those demands still out there. Maybe we're missing one in the chat can help us out, but I can't think of it right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, we'll see. Uh, I don't know how much longer we'll have to wait before we hear something from them, but I'm looking forward to it. So uh, real quick before we run into our picks because I think that's I think we pretty much wrung this one dry. I want to thank recent supporters of WP Candy. Uh, I want to thank Sean Hesketh of WP 101. Actually, I should start before because uh, it's been a couple weeks. Just a reminder that uh, WP Candy doesn't do advertising, uh, even though we could. Uh, we have opted to be a truly kind of community-funded um, uh, blog about WordPress. <laughs> And uh, so we don't drop ads everywhere, and you're not going to see sort of, you know, preloaded ads on our videos and all the different things that we do. Uh, Everything on the site is actually produced and funded entirely by our readers. So uh, this is the part where we kind of go through and thank everybody who's contributed to the site in various ways. Uh, You know, top of the list this week is actually uh, a new producer for our new show, which I actually don't think we've talked about. Uh, because it started since our last podcast, but we're now doing a daily really? uh, show called the W. I don't think we talked about it. Wow, Did we, we need to do this I don't more know if often. We did. I know we need to we need to do this these podcasts more often. 
the daily plug-in is uh, a daily show. It's about you know two to four minutes long on average, and it does exactly what it sounds like. We showcase a, a WordPress plugin every day and kind of play with it, and you kind of see what it looks like and what it does. And uh, it's been going really well. You know, I think we're 23 episodes in now, uh, 24 today. So uh, really cool stuff there. Sean Hesketh of WP101.com is uh, a producer of the show this week, so he made uh, that show possible. Also. Also, also, I also want to thank uh, a few uh, people who have sent in a bowl of mints. That's uh, 50 bucks to the site. I want to thank Trent Lipinski, Scott Shang, and the people, the team at softrealty.com who have each contributed to the site. And I also want to thank the new monthly subscribers. Uh, we have various options for contributing to the site on a monthly basis, uh, $5, $10, $20, whatever sort of fits with... Uh, uh, how you know how you see the site benefiting you on a month-to-month basis, and those monthly subscribers uh, recently we've seen uh, Rhonda Hitchcock, uh, Noel Talk, uh, Harish uh, Chuhan, which I know I butchered, uh, Patrick Daly, and uh, Kelvin Janoris, uh, whose name I probably also butchered. But they've all picked up uh, new monthly subscriptions, which are hugely appreciated and uh, will definitely make uh, the site sustainable in the long run. Um, as much as every individual contribution and everything that's sent into the site is hugely appreciated, the, the monthly stuff will definitely help us become sustainable in the long run. Uh, so if you'd like to support WP Candy uh, and you're able to, then you can head to wpcandy.com slash is slash powered, and we greatly appreciate that because, believe it or not, it helps to eat food. That, 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 that this make, is that your makes, full-time that, gig. You know... <laughs> It is. No, I, I do rely on this uh, for uh, the living that I do, which um, – so, so yeah, uh, please do support the site if you um, get a lot out of WP Candy. We hope that you do. We actually uh, – now that I'm just looking at the screen, we've launched the forum since the last podcast too. Like There you go. We launched crazy in the past two weeks and have done no podcast. So, um, yeah, like I said. Power WP Candy, make it possible. Otherwise, uh, it all goes away because uh, I do not want to do advertising. Ads suck, right? Nobody likes ads. So let's keep it ad-free and keep it community-funded and keep me eating real food. So uh, while I'm thinking of it, definitely check out the WP Candy forum, which has launched just about a week ago. Uh, you can find a link. It's in the header of the site. Um, along with the stream link. So odds are if you've come and listened to the podcast over on the stream, you've seen the forum link. Uh, do check that out. We've seen quite a few people jump in and a lot of discussions happening. Uh, really cool. It's probably my favorite sort of new thing uh, in the past few weeks. Uh, I've really had fun watching that grow. Um, and that was just, we wanted to do that for a long time. Just uh, hadn't, we were kind of waiting for BB Press to get to a stable point that we could work with it. So very cool stuff. Uh Brian, do you have a pick? I'm working on it real hard. Uh, I think I do. And a couple of weeks ago, I shared a custom post-type code generator about the emergency. And remember, we couldn't figure out that guy's name. Still don't know it. Um, He's actually released the custom taxonomy code generator now. Uh, so now you can oh, build yeah, your custom that. taxonomies in addition to your custom post types. So I would recommend people go check that out. That's at 
emergency.com slash generators, and you can choose whether you want the custom post type or custom taxonomy generator. And like a lot of people have said that I've seen mention it, it's very cool as far as a Gravity Forms build. Um, and it's not like you need it, but it puts out nice code, and it kind of answers questions for you and works out some of the logic for you. So I don't know. I enjoyed it. It made create, I've created a couple of custom post types with it that's made it pretty easy. So that's yeah, it. Yeah, I like that. It's handy. It does. I I remember I haven't played much with the taxonomy generator, but I do remember the custom post type one. And when we looked at it before, I think there were like a couple of minor things that were left out uh, or that I didn't see when, when looking at it. I think it's been updated since then. But um, yeah, the most know, recent. It, it, it's handy. It also walks. I mean, it, it just makes me think of that line we were talking about earlier about, you know, multi site is a certain level of difficulty. Um, you know, even just self-hosting stuff is a certain level of difficulty to keep, to, to sort of make sure that you're educated enough to be able to take care of your own stuff. Um, I, I wonder if generators like that might have people adding <laughs> post types and taxonomies to their site without really knowing how to use them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. It, I mean, I definitely went back and changed things like, when I was just filling out a form, I just filled out a form and I forgot to namespace and, you know, some simple things. But I, in general, I think it's pretty neat. I like it. I approve. My pick is actually one, uh, this will actually be going up, I think, tomorrow or the day after uh, as a daily plug-in. Uh, I should probably pull it up, even though I feel like I... It's called Search Meter. Uh, it is a WordPress plugin. It's free. It's in the plugin directory. And what I like about it is, uh, it, it, it. I like plugins that get me to spend time on things or pay attention to things that I hadn't before. And Search Meter does that in the sense that um, I do pay attention to statistics. I'm not a, a stat nut when it comes to my sites, but one thing that I don't do a good job of paying attention to is, uh, you know, what people are searching for and what people are finding on the site and whether those searches are working for them. Search meter is nice because it uh, catalogs and drops onto your uh, WordPress dashboard stats based on searches as they happen. So if somebody searches, you know, on our site for WordPress news, it's going to show that. Uh, it's going to show that search term, how many times it was searched for, and how many results that it, that it brought in. Uh, but even more important than that, uh, I think, is it also is going to show failed searches. So if searches are made and no results return, it's going to give you that too. So these are you know stuff that people are looking for but not finding on your site. Uh, there's some cool stuff within it. Like you, there's a, it comes with some widgets that you can drop into your site to say these are the most popular searches or the most recent searches. That kind of stuff's neat. Uh, I, I can't see myself using that necessarily, um, but I really like it because it, it actually the, the layout. It kind of reminds me of. Uh, do you remember uh, the Blog Metrics plugin that kind of gives you stats based on author? Kind of looks a little bit like that. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's it's kind of neat. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean. You know, I can I can always rely on you know Google Analytics or something like that to check out search search stats and kind of you know dial down into those using a system like that. But this is kind of nice because it's just on the dashboard and kind of seems really easy. <laughs> and looking at it, 
it looks to be run by a guy named Bennett McElwee, uh, who, according to his about page, he's got an awesome website named thunderguy.com slash semicolon. <laughs> this is where he keeps his blog. I, <laughs> I just I Googled it and nice. I count up. This thing's old. Mm-hmm. It came out in 2005, so... It's, uh, but it's very up to date. It really? said it was up to date. Yeah, it said. Oh wow! Uh, search meter or WordPress plugin? The... Huh? Yeah, I'm looking at its change log. It goes all the way back to. It's had like looks like ten or twelve releases, so it's believable. Yeah, well, I'm looking at his his blog. The original post about the plugin says Saturday, August twenty seventh, two thousand five. But latest version two point eight wow. June thirteenth of this year, so it's impressive. Yeah, I mean it's not. It's honestly not that often that you see people uh, or developers keeping up with plugins for that long. Uh, you know, mostly just because you know WordPress hasn't been around that long to begin with. So to see somebody that's been sticking with it for what six years, five six years, sticking with a plugin. Long it's enough to get 1,244 comments on this blog post. And that, for, for a blog post about a, a single plugin, that can be, it looks like it's got almost 85,000 uh, downloads. So Nice. So, yeah, that's my, uh, that's my pick. Uh, like I said, it's Bennett. Uh, we'll get his information McElwee. into the show notes. Yeah, that's McKel- cool. Mc- is it McElwee or McElwee? I would probably say McElwee. McElwee? Go with I don't it. Know. Whatever whatever Go you're feeling it. right now hope... is good with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. seems like the um, kind of guy that's going to be really upset if uh, you get it wrong. Oh, totally. I mean, if you really like his... So, you... uh... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just talking about this guy too <laughs> no, much. I, I find his I, site fascinating. I know. I He's got it. He's accepting donations and I bitcoins. I suck at names. I get it. Oh, bitcoins! <laughs> yeah, I bet. I, know I bet about this those. guy lives on the Hacker News homepage. He probably does. I mean, if he's been around that long, uh, obviously. Um. So I think that does it. Uh, I will be. I'm actually. Uh, you know, you move into a house. I'm not a, a homeowner. I'm one of those people that loves to rent. I will be. Uh, doing some moving this week into a new place, a uh, relatively minor move, but I'll probably be pretty busy for the weekend. Uh, otherwise, though, we should be on track to maybe do another one of these next week, possibly. I certainly hope so. <laughs> I certainly hope so, because it's, it's, uh, it's always unfortunate when we miss a week, because there is a lot of stuff that happens that it sucks to miss. And, um, yeah, so I guess that... Oh, my mu- my music is, is slowing me. Slowing me down. Uh oh, filler. Bring in some filler. Gotta have, gotta have the. Ah, there we go. Well, it was good talking to you, Ryan. I apologize for my bad connection and probably bad commentary. It's no problem at all. Well, that's. I mean, uh, but I'm used to that after we've been doing this for you know. (laughs) You accept me anyway. Ten or twelve episodes. I. I you know I think of it more as putting up with, but yes. So. you know, I do what I can. Uh, yeah, thanks for uh, running across the street to another hotel to make that work. No um, problem. I appreciate that. Hopefully we can catch a future next episode. We'll be able to catch you at home. Yeah, hope I hope so. In a, in a real home office. And good luck in your move, by the way. In it. Yeah, it should be fun. Uh, I'll be moving the uh, WP Candy sort of 
uh, home studio to a new home with hopefully more more studio than home. <laughs> so that'll be nice. And that does it for episode 23 of the WP Candy podcast. You can check us out at WP Candy on Twitter. Brian is at Krogsgard. I am at Ryan Immel. All pretty obvious Twitter mentions there. And uh, yeah, don't forget to check out the WP Candy forum and we'll see you on the blog and catch you for next week's show. Bye, everybody. Bye.